This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura, precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Oh, good morning, Canada. Zacchino Weeks in studio here at the T-Dot. On a Saturday morning, and the last time on a Saturday morning for quite some time, Bob. Your your microphone. I oh. can't hear you. Really? There. Yeah, now go. I got no, it was you. actually on, but it was there we on. Go. Uh, it's, uh, it's a, it was a late night. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, we're, we're breaking up, I think. We, oh, no. no it's, it's, we're doing it live on the air. No, we're going to Tuesday nights. That's right. So for TSN 1050 in Toronto, for TSN 1150 in Hamilton, for everyone listening online, iHeart, etc., we will be live 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Tuesday evenings immediately following Overdrive. And this is for the next six weeks during World Cup season as TSN is home to the World Cup. Now, for all our other affiliates, if you're listening today in Winnipeg or Windsor or Montreal or Edmonton or Victoria, Vancouver... I'm sorry, I don't know where we're running. You'll have to <laughs> keep an eye on your station. Just, and, just get us on the internet. Yeah, you'll figure, find us. But, I, you know, my assumption is we'll be Tuesday nights in most markets just on delay. Right. So, but, uh, but yeah. But we're not going anywhere, of course. And can't believe they're throwing us, you know, in prime time like that, Bob. You know, like, we could, we could really Dangerous. strap the rocket to a lot of stations. You know, that's... <laughs> And I don't know if you know this, Bob, but we are in the middle of major championship season. Obviously, you will be leaving this weekend for Shinnecock on Sunday evening. Next week is the U.S. Open. But also, uh, today, later today, Mama Scully and Adam Scully defending the parent-child at Bayview. That's right, producer Adam Scully. Yeah, defending uh... the parent-child at Bayview. Which he's is been, a major on the Golf Talk Canada schedule. He's warming up in the control booth right now, actually, hitting some wedge shots. Says, <laughs> I love, we got to release the Golf Talk Canada major schedule. It would look very different. <laughs> what it well, is. They, they had some, well, we'll get, the, we'll get the full results when he comes in for Scully time. But I remember last year they shot like some crazy gross score of like yeah. 68 or yeah. something, wasn't it? Yeah. Mama Scully just, stra- 73. just 73. strapped her baby boy. To her side and carried him over the finish line. Yeah, is what exactly. Hap- is what and that's happened, a, and that's a big load. And that is a, yes, that is a six foot four, two hundred and forty <laughs> ripped load of Adam Scully. Is what that is. Did you play any golf this week? You know, I played last Saturday after our uh, TV show at uh, Rattlesnake Point, a little nine and dine. Had some fun out there, and did not get a game. And it's just been busy trying to get stuff ready for U.S. Open and put that all together. Uh, so no, but you played like every day. Yeah, I'm golfed out. I I go from not golfing at all <laughs> to now I want I need a break. I golfed every day this week, almost too much. I played some great courses. This was was blast. I was up at Maple Downs, and I haven't been up there in years. A lovely and, golf course. Yeah, I know Mike Monet's uh, forever and a day. We worked together when I was a kid. Twenty. Five years ago at, at uh, St. Andrews East. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. that's how long I've known Mike and Neil Smith, who is up there. Lauren Rubenstein, home yeah. course. And Great Neil Lauren Smith Rubenstein. was the associate professional at Aurora Highlands when I was a kid. That's how long oh. I've known Neil. So wow. anyway, uh, make a long story short, uh, what a brilliant uh, reno uh, they did there at Maple. That was awesome. And yesterday, 
I told you that uh, TJ Rule from Golfway Tours, our good friend TJ and I, signed up as a team for the Black Wolf competition, which is like a two-man gross best ball event that is like this national thing. That Yeah. Yeah. A- we were four under par gross and lost two and one. So... <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough lead, boy. Wow. TJ, what have we signed up for? <laughs> Some good players in there. Anyway, yeah, but uh, the body's telling me to stop. I woke up crooked this morning, so I'm Uh-oh. not touching a club this weekend. I'm taking two days off. I might, uh, I don't know. You do like the old Sam Sneed advice? Take two days off and then just quit. I did quit. That's the best. Take two days off and quit. But we've got a great show. Uh, we've got some content here that is really U.S. Open focused. And I know, you know, as of Tuesday evening, because we're going to run basically doing two radio shows and a full one-hour, 60-minute TV show this week, we're going to be doing a lot of U.S. Open content to kick off the year second major. But uh, we're going to hear from uh, Garrett Rank. What today. a great story. Huh? Yeah, who you spoke to earlier this week. What a, what a great story. He was qualified, one of uh, three Canadians yep. in the field now at Shinnecock, along with Adam Hadwin and Mackenzie Hughes, who qualified. So we'll hear from Garrett Rank. We're going to do uh, Muskoka Bay, a free golf giveaway again. So we'll give away a free round in Muskoka Bay. We've got winners, weird and what. We've got about 1,900 leaderboards to get you caught up on. <laughs> yeah, There's like officially 1,900 tournaments apparently happening in the professional <laughs> world of golf this week. So we're going to get to that. There'll be scully time as always. Uh, Lawrence Applebaum, CEO of Golf. Canada coming off the big announcements regarding the Canadian Open this week will be with us, but let's get to some news and headlines. News and headlines is brought to you by Porter Airlines, now flying direct to 16 Canadian destinations and seven U.S. destinations direct, including Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Visit flyporter.com. Porter Airlines, flying refined. Well, Robert. For our younger ladies in the audience listening this morning, as you know, our demographic of females 18 to 25 is through the roof on this show. It's <laughs> just right. it's ridiculous. The it's latest off, report says it's off us, the right? charts. In fact, next year, I, I'm pretty sure our uh, presenting sponsor is going to be uh, a ladies' hair product of some kind. <laughs> uh, I'm sad to announce that Ricky Fowler has gotten engaged. I'm yes, sorry, ladies. he's off the market. Yes. And uh, if you want to see... What they pull out of diamond mines these days. <laughs> Take a look at the rock that he gave his fiance, or now, yes, now his fiance, yeah. Allison Stokey. Um, man, it is like, I don't know how she lifts her hand. And of course, she's a great athlete herself. Yes. And is, they've been together for just over a year, I believe. Uh, I, I think that's about right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or at least we've seen her around, right. is probably a more accurate. Uh, you know, way of, of suggesting it for just over a year, and congratulations to them. And I can only imagine the day that uh, we announce that Adam Scully's off the market. It's going <laughs> to be similar, similar type of uh, sadness within the female community. If you want to see a great, uh, a great shot too, you can see go to Ricky Fowler's Instagram, and you can see a nice shot of him proposing down on one knee. But then you go to uh, Justin Thomas's, and I guess he was the photographer because there's a picture of the happy couple, and he's like. Goofing off in the background. <laughs> uh, now, the, this one, you and I have had our eye on for a while. And the PGA Tour schedule has yet to be released for next year. And, you know, I've heard one or two dates for the Canadian Open. I know you have heard the same. We kind of know where it's going to be, give or take, it uh, here week. or there. Yeah. A week. Um but the, the the big question mark, and I think the real reason why the schedule hasn't been officially released yet, is is Houston. Houston without a title sponsor, 
And the the rumblings have been on the street for about three months now, and it's finally really kind of gone mainstream this week that 3M trying to bring an event to Minneapolis, uh, where their head office is, and maybe prepared to save Houston for one year and then move it. Yeah, so the way I've been hearing it from a couple of sources down in uh, Ponte Vedra is that the reason they wanted to announce the PGA Tour schedule at the Players' Championship, but Houston... And Houston was going to be off the schedule because they haven't had a sponsor. They went this year after Shell left them. They went without a sponsor. They are desperately, they're very close, they say, to signing a new sponsor. So the PGA Tour wants to give them a little bit of time to lock that down. But 3M, which sponsors a Champions Tour event right now, would like to bring a, uh, a PGA Tour event and would basically trade places with Houston or replace Houston if that doesn't go. So there's a few irons in the fire but it's interesting to see that in these times there are still a lot of companies willing to step up and spend big bucks to sponsor them the pga tour and it'd be interesting because it's very you know it would be difficult to justify adding a 3m event in minnesota and and leaving houston on the schedule without a sponsor right because uh especially when we're talking about the short window of when you're going to be able to host an event in, in Minnesota, we're, this is not a climate that we can just kind of go, oh, we'll add it to the fall schedule. That right. ain't happening. Right, so right. going to be interesting to see. U.S. Open qualifying went through. We already mentioned Garrett Rank uh, and what a great story that is. And we'll hear from Garrett later in the show. But also Mackenzie Hughes going through uh, sectional qualifying, uh, adding his name to the three Canadians now playing in the U.S. Open. Keegan Bradley, Adam Scott, Beef Johnson. I know you're Beef. happy about that one, Bob. Yep. Steve Stricker. Uh, great to see that Adam Scott's major streak uh, stays alive. Yep, 68. This will be uh, second longest uh, for Sergio. Sergio right yeah. now. So it's nice. And he was working... He was working hard to try and contend and get the, get in uh, via the uh, world rankings, which he doesn't have to do now. So uh, it's nice that he and he said he was actually getting a little bit of burn, burnout when he was doing that too. And uh, we're going to hear from uh, uh, excuse me, Lawrence Applebaum, CEO of Golf Canada, on the other side. So leading into that, Bob, big announcement this week from Golf Canada that Hamilton will host the Open Championship, our RBC Canadian Open, in 2019 and 2023. Yeah, there's a big announcement, press conference this uh, week, and the uh, all the appointed people there, someone from, from Hamilton, someone from, from the uh, city of Hamilton and the RBC and Lawrence Applebaum. So that's nice to know that they've got a couple of secured spots in the next little few weeks. And there's an interesting some interesting comments in that uh, interview that we'll hear from them after the break. Uh, by the way, just before we go to break, I did want to point out there's some breaking news. Uh, golf fans who want to emulate Phil Mickelson's latest on-course fashion, the long sleeve mm, yes. shirts, they are now available to the public, so you can go so, on there. Oh, my God, you're crashing the internet. Mizzen and Maine. The, That's the, the company. <laughs> crashing it. If you'd like to wear a long sleeve shirt in a swamp in Memphis... <laughs> That's how this starts on that one. Oh, my. <laughs> Just don't understand. All right. On the other side, Lawrence Applebaum from Golf Canada. This is GTC. This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Precision crafted performance. Acura. Celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the TP5 and TP5X Golf Ball. Five layers make it exactly like nothing else. Visit tailormadegolf.ca to switch today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. 
Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Well, as previously mentioned uh, earlier this week, a big press conference from RBC and Golf Canada regarding the RBC Canadian Open. And it was announced that Hamilton Golf Club will host the 2019 RBC Canadian Open in 2023 RBC Canadian Open. And Mr. Weeks had the opportunity to speak with the CEO of Golf Canada himself, Lawrence Applebaum. Let's hear from Lawrence. Lawrence, this is an announcement I think a lot of us expected, but it must be nice to kind of finalize it and make it uh, make it public that uh, you're going to come to the Hamilton Golf and Country Club in 2019. Yeah, it, it's really uh, an exciting day for us. It's a long time coming, and to be at the Hamilton Golf and Country Club for, for two events, for 2019 and 2023, is something we're really proud uh, as Golf Canada and really proud to represent the RBC Canadian Open at this great venue. You talked to me maybe at the Masters, you're talking about a 90-day plan or a 60-day plan to try and get a lot of ducks in order in terms of hosting. Where are you outside of the two at Hamilton now? Where are you with other uh, potential host sites? Yeah, we're, we're still on track with that timing. We're really looking forward in these next lead-up right till our event in really securing where we're going to be for the next iterations in the middle. Um, one thing we're really proud and excited about is, is being in the GTA, the Greater Toronto Area, for uh, these championships. There's so many phenomenal golf courses and places where players are looking forward to coming back to the city, playing and being part of that entire mix. So we're really looking forward to, to making some good progress over the next 60 or so days and, and, and having some announcements at our, at, our, um, at our championship. Having said that, what do you, what do you tell the, the golf people in Vancouver and in Calgary and other parts of the country who, who would like to have a, a national championship in their backyard? Yeah, I've, I've spent, uh, in my first year as uh, overseeing Golf Canada, I visited those clubs, I've been with them, and, and golf is at a special moment in this country. What we're trying to do with the RBC Canadian Open is wrap our arms around, around the event, wrap our arms around all the fans in Canada. We have an incredible, robust broadcast program, a very, very engaged digital and social platform, and we're looking forward to making it a real Canadian iconic event. Um, RBC, our title sponsor, um, has a real great uh, base in the GTA area, and we're looking forward to being in this area for the foreseeable future. Uh, you mentioned how the, the players' reaction to this golf course. I know I've had a chance to talk to some of the players about this event and, and the fact that it's coming to Hamilton, and they're ecstatic about that. Is that going to be a strategy with the uh, as you look to future courses? Yeah, I, I, I think that knowing the PGA Tour players, getting their feedback, and they've been very vocal, which is really exciting. They've really told us about uh, the courses that they love, that set up well, that they look forward to. They're 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 an, they're a uh, creatures of habit, so to speak, uh, and we're excited that we have the, had that dialogue. We've got courses that are really phenomenal in our in our in this area, and so many guys looking forward to making the return, return back to Toronto, return back to the area, and really play well at the, at the RBC Canadian Open. You know, I can't let you go without asking you this question about the date, and I know you can't release the date, but a, do you do you have a pretty good indication of when it's going to be, and b, when, do you have an indication of when it's going to be announced? The, the 2019 schedule is going to be released by the PGA Tour in the coming weeks, and we're looking forward to, um, to what the future holds for the RBC Canadian Open. <laughs> you should be the politician in this one. Thanks for your time. Okay, thanks, Bob. Good to see you. I'd like the schedule to come out as well. I'd like to know where I'm working. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea where I'm going. I think I, a lot of people are really <laughs> champing at the bit to get this uh, schedule done. It just, I mean, it's, you know, I talked to the, uh, to the folks at Hamilton, and they, 
they don't know, and so they don't really know how to prepare. They don't, and I think it would solve a lot of anxiety if, if issues if if you could just find out when you're going to be. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's this should be out by now. It's uh, it's a little silly that it's not, to be quite honest. Uh, you know, Mrs. Golf Talk Canada has my bags just packed at the door. Kind of just, <laughs> right. are you not going at at any point here? So. Um, <laughs> You know, the interesting part of all this, first of all, I like to, you know, say, just uh, get out there that I think Lawrence Applebaum is is doing a great job. I think he's an engaging guy. Mm -hmm. I think he is an inclusive guy. Um, He's, you know, he's very honest. I know he sort of, he didn't know the date or he didn't reveal the date. But he's honest about what's going on in terms of where the location is yes. going to be in terms of country or part part of, part of the, country. the country. You know, he says, "Look, we're not going to be able to go out west. Our sponsor really wants to stay here, and and yeah. that's that's who calls the shots. And that's that's right. A, might not be great what people in Vancouver want to hear, but at least we know now. Right. But at the end of the day, that's that's really what this is all about. And I was that, that's where I was going with this. I was not going anywhere with, you know, it's not him trying to keep. You know the, the Canadian Open exclusive to Southern Ontario. It's, no, no. This is this is money talks. It's a business. It's a business, and and who knows? It doesn't mean that it's never going to happen. It doesn't mean that it won't happen. You know, in the next five to ten years, at some point. Uh, but it has to be very strategic because if uh, you know, without RBC in this country for golf right now, that is there is not a deep line of people waiting to, to take that key position. There's not a line. Yeah, without RBC at this point, you might not have uh, a Canadian Open anywhere in the country. <laughs> Uh, I know we've had this conversation on the air, uh, but considering it, it, it's very relative uh, to what we just heard from Lawrence, uh, where would you like to see it in, in, in the GTA Southern Ontario course that hasn't been mentioned? Um, I know for me, right off the top of my head, where I'd like to see it. but I mean, there's, you know, there's two parts to that. One is where would I love to see it, and of course, and of course what courses can host it physically, of course, right? Logistically. Of course. So... You know, I think... Uh, I think obviously, the national, we don't like to see that. Sure. It's just not going to happen no. from a logistics standpoint. No, that's right. right. Not going to happen there. I'd love to see it at Weston, but it's right. not going to happen right. there either. But I think, uh, no, I think like Kitchener-Westmount could be a good spot. Yeah. Um, I mean, St. George's, I know, is is negotiating right now to try and mm-hmm. get uh, get one or possibly two. Uh, Lawrence Applebaum did tell me that you know they want to f- what they want to do right now is fill in that 2021-22 20, mm-hmm. uh, part, and they can they can kind of rest their rest for a bit until they start getting into the past 24. Uh, but yeah, I think Westmount, how about you? I don't know. Well, I just, you know, I, I don't disagree with any of those golf courses. I'm a huge Westmount fan. I haven't played it in many, many years, and I adore that golf course. Uh, but I would love to see uh, a Canadian Open, RBC Canadian Open version of, a, of an Open championship, and I'd love to see uh, Eagle's Nest. Yeah. I would love to see a, a, a public golf course as yeah. well, yeah. which I think is important to have public golf courses in the rotation so that we're not always at St. George's and not always at Hamilton, and what, which are unbelievable golf courses, but they are the most exclusive clubs in our country. And I think it's important once in a while to have a, a public golf course. And I couldn't pick a better public golf course in the GTA than Eagle's Nest. I think if you, if you, if, if you wanted to set it up, the way you could and go one off the back there, bring in the fairways just a bit. I think you could have a real fun Canadian Open there. I uh, years ago I played up there with Stephen Ames, and uh, when he was still PGA Tour and, and playing well on the PGA Tour, and he did basically played one step up off the back tee, and he said, "There's no doubt in my mind that you can host a PGA Tour event here, no problem whatsoever." There you go. There you go. So I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll see. I know I've heard that name floated before in the conversation. Um, 
but we'll see, right? We'll see. Uh, it's going to be a lot, and hopefully Lawrence is right that it's in the next couple of weeks that we get this, right? Yeah, the PGA Tour schedule, and I think he wants to announce more sites by the, this year's Canadian Open. Right. So hopefully by the end of July, everything will be sorted out, and you'll know where you're working. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> I think I, should I just call Lawrence now? Maybe he knows yeah, what I'm working. Right. I think this week, uh, this year at the Canadian Open, we're going to have a busy week. We, it's always a busy week for us, for the Canadian golf industry in general. But I think this year, with that type of stuff, like what you're suggesting, that a lot's going to kind of just come out. And I think there's going to be a lot of that this year. Right. I agree. A lot you. of announcements and dates and and sites and things of that nature and. You know, I still hear that one of the dates floating is still that this still could land on Canada Day. That this still yeah. could happen. The date I've heard most often, more often than not, would be the week after. So it would be July 4th to 7th. That's right. the one that's held currently by Greenbrier. Right. And the week before that would be the, the new event in Detroit. Um, and I've heard the 24th of June next year as uh, multi- from multiple people that it would be... Uh, I think Thursday, the, I think Thursday the 20, it's Thursday, June 24th, is it? That, that week... I've heard numerous times. So it's somewhere in that three-week window, which basically is what we're saying is it's not against the U.S. Open, and it's not against the Open. It's somewhere in the middle. It's just where it lands. And at the end of the day, I think it would be absolutely fantastic if somehow it landed on July 2nd. But again, we also got to remember that it's bumping into July 4th, which is another important weekend somewhere else, right? Another important day somewhere else. So I'm not sure how they feel about that. So, all right. Well, great interview, Bob. And I'm sure we'll hear more from Lawrence. On the other side, we'll jump into three dub winners, weird and what. This is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the TP5 and TP5X Golf Ball. Five layers make it exactly like nothing else. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to switch today. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by JPSM Golf, Canada's leading distributor of electric walking golf trolleys, including Kart Tech, Moto Caddy, and Stewart Golf Dream Machines. Visit jpsmgolf.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC. Before we jump into Winners Weird and What, Jamie Rydell, of course, uh, senior golf producer here at TSN and oh, oh, part of the Golf Talk Canada family. Suggests why not uh, Foxwood in Kitchener? Yeah, I think that's a good spot. Yeah, play the nine and play it uh, off the red, the blue, and the white, and just play the the nine off different tees. How about if we just go with uh, go to the, one of the city courses? Ah, Tam O'Shanter, and everyone has to buy a, a greens fee. A green fee. No, no, everybody <laughs> has to. I'm sorry, we ha- there's no tee times today, Mister <laughs> yeah, Woods. You got to put your right. ball in the rack. In the rack. <laughs> when your ball, when the when the Bridgestone falls to the bottom. You'll be up. That's right. That's how that works, Mr. Woods. All right, it's three dub time. Winner's weird and what? And Robert, the tee is yours. So so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. All right, my winner this week is... a. Missing guy who's been missing from near the top of the leaderboard for some time, but really nice to see. He's currently tied for 14th at the Rust Oleum Championship on the Web.com Tour. Mike Weir, how about that? Shot a 71 and a 67 yesterday, five under. That's one of his best rounds in some time. And Weirzy is in the hunt. Not only is this only the, I think, the second or third PGA Tour 
sanctioned event where he's made a cut in the last umpteen years or so. But it's really nice to see that he's been work. I mean, he's working so hard in this game. He's finally getting a chance to play a little bit of a regular schedule now since getting that exemption category on the uh, on the web.com tour. And uh, and good to see that it's, it's coming together. And that's what we we said a month ago that just knowing where you're going to play, having a schedule, having access to a tour. Is going to make a world of difference, and it make a world of difference for anyone, not yeah. just you know, not just Weirzy. So good for him settling into a tour, and looks uh, like he's going to be able to compete out there. Cash a big check, that'd be nice. My uh, weird this week takes us to Bordeaux, France, and Mark. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this golf course. It's a golf resort, and maybe you have played there before. It's called La Genie. I have not been to La Genie. I have played everywhere this week, but not La Genie. Well, it's, it's a, uh, there are only six holes in this golf course. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are six playing holes, including par fours and two, uh, four par threes and two par fours. That would be six. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> quick. I'm and quick so, like you know, like the 19th hole is like the seventh hole. But uh, it was created in 1993, expanded over nine hectares in 2009. It's, you know, it's not that big as championship courses go. But when you play there, you must play completely nude. It's it a, a nude golf course. It is the only naturalist golf resort in the world that we know of. Naturalist. That's is that right. what we're calling it? That's naturalist. Right. That's right. Not it streakers. Provides, it provides individual. There are individual and group lessons. Really? On the, uh, and you can go to the driving range. There are no restrictions. We suppose that means like no handicap is necessary to play. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but nudity is mandatory. See, we got to be very careful here, Bob, because there are many uh, verbs and adjectives. A lot, That's the right. language in golf. That's right. And you start putting it in nudity and sa- shafts. Yeah, shafts and <laughs> what balls are you playing? And right. Things of this nature. So the code of conduct is as follows: nudity is mandatory. You have to respect the nudity. Don't hide, but don't exhibit as well. And sex toys are prohibited in public, and any overt sexual contact is strictly prohibited. I'm out there, Jerry, and I'm loving it. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, there you go. That's uh, that's my uh, that's, that's my. It's not weird at all. Bob. No, no, exactly. Hey, Dad, what are you doing this afternoon? Want to grab six? <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> oh man. So my uh, and my what is? Uh, I changed it actually. I had a what that was going to be. How do you the... even follow that up? I know. Where, do you, where do we go? My what is the scorecard put in by Vicky Hurst yesterday on okay. the LPGA Tour event? All right. Vicky Hurst was playing along. She made a birdie. Then she made a couple bogeys. Then she made another birdie. Then all of a sudden, she made a triple. And so 16, 17, and 18, her scores were triple bogey, eagle, birdie. But it was 7 one four. That's oh how she God. finished yesterday. Seven, the LPGA one, Tour four. to make the cut on the number. This is unreal. Oh my God. <laughs> Seven one four. Bob, I can't get over your weird still. I'm just gonna <laughs> sign off for the show now. Okay. Run something, boys. I, we have nothing left here. All right, Bob. T is mine. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Well, my winner this week, Bob, is the tee times announced from the USGA. And I, you know what? Listen, the Masters is my favorite major, always has been. But the one frustrating thing for me with Augusta is their reluctancy to expand the actual former bro- formal broadcast. Now, thank God that we here at TSN, uh, you know, are allowed to run the live at coverage and the featured groups, and we stretch it out. Uh, but even during those times when you know we've been working those windows over the years, and you and um, you and uh, James have, have been anchoring the, that 
part of the broadcast, you get people hitting up on Twitter. Why aren't you showing this? Know. You know, they don't understand that we can only show what Augusta what allows us, us to right. show what they give us. We don't get that with the U.S. Open. We get basically morning to night, the entire tournament, nonstop until we have a winner. And I love that. I think it's great. And listen to some of these pairings. At one forty, uh, sorry, at eight oh two a.m. on Thursday, eight oh two a.m. We got Rory McIlroy, Phil Mickelson, and Jordan Spieth in a Whoa. group. How good is that? Okay, Whoa. we will also have Tiger Woods. Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas at 147 in the afternoon Thursday. Those guys have all been number one in the world. Yeah, all four. Yeah, either number ones or five. Sergio with John Rahm and Cabrera Bayo. So Spanish wow. threesome. I, there might even be some uh, dancing, I think, in that group. <laughs> could there could be dancing in that threesome. Uh, I just think it's it, the, the pairings are so interesting, and the coverage from morning tonight on TSN is going to be awesome. Garrett Rank is playing with Mackenzie Hughes. That's right. Two too Canadians. Bad, too bad they didn't add Adam Hadwin. That would have been awesome. That would have been good. So, but anyway, that's my winner this week, and I think uh, good for the USGA. Mark, note this down in history, yes. please, Adam Scully. That this was a day when Mark Zacchino gave credit to the yes, USGA. Yes, positive <laughs> reinforcement to Uska. <laughs> well done, Uska. All right, my weird this week, and I'm going to go back uh, to last week because I didn't get a chance to really get into this on TV, and I wanted to talk to you and explain myself why Brittany Lincecone was my weird. And I really didn't have the opportunity to do this on television. As you know, our windows are so t- so much tighter. Yeah. But I su- suggested that Brit- Brittany uh, Lincecone was my weird because um, she has accepted a sponsor's invitation to play in the uh, Barbasol Championship on the PGA Tour. Uh, she is sponsored by Pure Silk. Uh, the parent company of Pure Silk is the same parent company as Barbasol. Uh, we know why they're doing this. It attracts some uh, attention to an event that may not normally get some attention. Obviously, there's a corporate sponsorship angle going on here. And good on you, uh, Brittany. This is not anything against Brittany. If I was Brittany, I'd say, let's go play, too. It's great. Here's why it's my weird. And this is the question I want to throw at you. So, uh, Susie Whaley, uh, Babe Zaharias, uh, Annika Sorenstam and Michelle Wee are the four previous women to play in an, a PGA Tour event. No one has ever made a cut. Annika is the greatest female player of all time. Uh, she played at Colonial. I don't know if you could pick a better golf course yeah. for uh, for the best female of all time to, to try to, to compete at. Um, I think the LPGA is in a really good spot. I, I love the product. I thought last week's U.S. Open, the, the playoff was so exciting. I thought Area Jatana Garden to show that, that kind of guts to fight back and win that championship just shows you the kind of quality of golf that's out there. I think Brooke Henderson is the star of this country when it comes to golf. So I think ladies golf is in an awesome spot. Brittany Lincecone going and playing 36 holes and missing the cut on the PGA Tour, is that good for the ladies game, Bob? You know, I think at this point it's I can kind of separate it. I can kind of put it over here, compartmentalize it. It's it's a for lack of a better term, I guess a novelty part of the golf circuit right now. And she's it's almost like an exhibition. It's almost like a skins game to me. That's the way I kind of interpret it. Not that she's not going to be out there in serious and it's a serious event. Um but yeah, it's I get your point. I see what you're coming yeah. at. Yeah. Because my question is is that and this is where I'm coming from and I don't want to dwell on this too much, but if she were to make the cut, we're, we the golf community is going to make a big deal about that achievement. The first female to ever make it to the weekend in a PG Tour event. We're going to make a big deal about that and rightfully so. But if it's a big deal to make the cut, I've got to assume that 
a continuation of not making the cut has some type of negative effect somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I I don't see this any different than Jake Owen playing in the okay. web.com tournament. Which to that's me, oh, you know, and to me, that's even a bigger problem, right? Because Jake Owen is not a professional golfer; he's a country western singer. Yeah, but you're right? doing that. You're doing it just to attract attention. This is right. an opposite field event, Barbasol Championship. Mm-hmm. You know, they need I they need you. a little leg up. All right. Well, good luck, Brittany, and I hope you do make the cut. And my what this week is more closer to home. Okay. Toronto Hunt Club this week. You want to know what's wrong with the game of golf? I'll tell you. I'll give you a list of about 30 things what's wrong with golf. But how sandbagging and handicap management has become like uh, an acceptable thing at many clubs throughout North America. And this is not a European thing. Because you know what they do in Europe at golf courses when they invite you to play in a tournament? They invite you, Mr. 27 Handicap, you're welcome to participate. Here's your 18 shots today. There's no such thing as a 19 handicap in Britain if you're actually playing in an event. Event, right? Uh, Toronto Hunt Club this day, my good friend Roberto Armez, Robert Arms, <laughs> made a natural eagle at number nine, our par four. Made a natural eagle at number nine, no skin, doesn't win. The same <laughs> event, Chris Jones, uh, what is uh, won a club championship many times, a good, good golfer at the Toronto Hunt, made an ace on the hole in one on the par three third, did not win a skin. Got a half. Yes, we have an eagle on a on a par four and an ace on a par three. I know there's people listening this morning that are as frustrated with this as I am, <laughs> but at you know when you're going when when aces are not good enough to win skins and eagles on par fours. Those are nets, right? Those, those were gross scores. There was two hole in ones. He had a hole in one, a gross hole in one, and Robert had a gross two. He knocked it in from yeah, 140 yards. But they're yards. being tied by. They're net being scores. tied by ne- tied, tied by, by net scores. scores. Okay. Guys who have gone four for two and three for one. You know that twice. In the history of my course at Weston, mm-hmm. there have been back-to-back hole-in-ones on the same hole. On the same hole. Same group. Did they win skins? No. They tied. They, they knocked each other there. out. There was, yeah. room, there was room in the bottom of the cup, apparently. But I understand your You know point. where I'm it's frustrating. It's, it's very frustrating. 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 And uh, I, I say from now on that if you, and I have stolen this from Robert Arms, and as this is just uh, reinforces opinion, if you win anything as a 22 handicap, it must come in the form of golf lessons. <laughs> there you go. You're not That's allowed good. to take the shirt. That's good. You must get the lesson to get down 18. It's rid- <laughs> just say it's ridiculous. I've, you know, hole-in-one, not good enough. Come on! (laughs) Come on, people! All right. Uh, I'm part of the Shrink the Game initiative. I don't know if you've heard of it. Trying to shrink the game. All right, on the other side, 20 weeks of TaylorMade. We'll uh, get you caught up on that. Also, uh, news and notes from Golf Talk Canada. We're moving to Tuesday nights, if you haven't heard, for a primetime summer of GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, was brought to you by JPSM Golf. Canada's leading distributor of electric walking golf trolleys, including Cart Tech, Moto Caddy, and Stewart Golf Dream Machines. Visit jpsmgolf.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada. Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GCC. What was that? What I, am I slurring? <laughs> yeah. Am I slurring? Uh, uh, producer Scully, could you come and uh, 
Let's cut the uh, the beer tap off here. Jesus. <laughs> Brunello for breakfast. Maybe yeah. not the call on a Saturday morning. <laughs> I was trying. Here's what to do. Uh, don't. Uh, welcome the audience back from break and read a text at the same time. Because <laughs> as I'm coming back, I, I get this text from Kevin Sylvester, who's a friend of mine and a colleague of mine. Yes, on, from uh, Buffalo, right? Yes, on, and he's a, a part of our PGA Tour radio play-by-play team. And uh, Kevin's got a great uh, a golf program uh, in Buffalo, uh, Tita Green, and he's, he works on Channel 2 uh, television yeah. and does a bunch of things and was the voice of the Sabres for many years and uh, listens to Golf Talk Canada on Saturdays, probably on his way to the golf course, I would, I, I'm thinking right now. And Kevin said that they have elected in their member member next week to go with uh, Natural Eagles. Well, uh, and, and it's what's, I don't understand this other word he's using here, but I'm getting from this text that they're going with the fact that naturals are going to beat nets, which is what I said to you in the break at Scarborough Golf Club when they play their skins game. A natural always knocks out a net as a tiebreaker. So if there's a natural three and a net three, the natural three wins. That's right. That's a good way. That's to do right. It. So that way it's it's inclusive of everyone. Yeah. You know the net, the nets have a chance and the grosses have a chance, right? Yeah. Uh, 20 Weeks TaylorMade is continuing, Robert. I don't know if you know, but we still have a ton to give away. Yes, I understand. I was up by, actually, I'll, when you get through this, I'll tell you about, I was up at TaylorMade this week getting my fitting. I would like to hear about that. Okay. So, uh, quickly, uh, yeah. still oh. over $10,000 worth of product still to go. Amazing. Including the grand prize, Stuart X9 electric trolley, along with a custom fit TaylorMade set top to bottom through the bag. It's valued at close to $8,000, just wow. our grand prize alone. The only way you can win, however, you must subscribe to us on YouTube, Golf Talk Canada TV and radio on YouTube, Golf Talk Canada TV and radio on YouTube. It's free. You get Bob's cooking show. You get my pet grooming show. Uh, Adam Sc- working out with Adam Scully. That's for our younger female demographic. Um, it is just it's 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 a, it's an amazing channel. I, I can't get enough of Golf Talk Canada TV and radio on YouTube. And also, if you didn't hear, this is our last Saturday morning for the next six weeks. We will step aside. As TSN will get World, World Cup, Cup fever from Russia, I can't believe my Italian squad didn't make it. There's a lot of guys that aren't. In I there, am right? just US shocked. Yeah. There. So, but World Cup fever hitting the network, radio I'm and with, TV. I'm going with Iceland. Iceland. I'm that's adopting, that. We're, that's, we're, that's we're adopting Iceland. Yeah. Uh, we will move to Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. live, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. prime time. Following Overdrive Tuesday evenings in Toronto, Hamilton, and online. For all the other markets across Canada, please search us out. We have not left. We will be here for the summer and a busy summer of championship golf, starting with next week's U.S. Open. Robert, you were at Taylor. I, I, I haven't had a chance to talk. I, I kind of had a hunch you would be in 790s and M4s. Where did this land? How was your experience? So, Well, first of all, the experience is exceptional. And this is open to anybody, by the way. If you want to go up and, and get fit for some new golf clubs, uh, the gear system they've got in there, the whole experience from start to finish is uh, really extraordinary. Yes. So uh, I tested a little bit, and I hit a few bit, and I'm a, I'm a shallow swinger. I, I always kind of thought of you as a deep kind of thinker, really. <laughs> yeah, but deep thinker, you're going to go with swinger. shallow. We'll... So I need help getting the ball a little bit higher right. and help getting a little more spin on the ball. Yes. So I went with the M4. Oh, uh, driver? Uh, driver. Right. And and fairways. Okay, and, check, uh, check the Zikito in the correct column there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. That's right. But... Uh, I ended up going with the M3 irons. Really? I, yeah. and you, you know what? That would have been my second guess. I, yes. I don't think you were going to go 770s. Right. 
I had you in my mind in 790s, and I thought if you're going to go somewhere other than 790s, it would be M3. I M4 was too big. Yeah, I tested the 790s, and the M3s are, uh, the, you know, I, I kind of an old school guy, even though I can't play like I used to. Uh, I like the kind of a cleaner look for a blade, and right. the M3s are a little bit cleaner. They're very clean. So yeah. it's not too bad for that, and it helps me get the ball a little higher. And uh, my buddy Kieran, who fit me up there, did an excellent job. We got into a putter and uh, the whole deal and got some wedges and, you know, put the bag together. And it's kind of sad, though, when I realize, I see the numbers out there, and I realize, man, I've, I just, I'm getting old, and I don't hit the ball nearly as far as I used to. And so, so uh, listen, I, 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 I still hit it 300 yards, and I played with uh, the gentleman, Will, I was telling you yeah. about in that match the other day. He's hit it 30 yards by me. Yeah. So, so it does, we're all getting shorter somehow. So, but it's, uh, there's lots of options up there. And, you know, there's so many companies that make great golf clubs yes. out there. And we're lucky to have Taylor made here supporting us. But, uh, you know, if you don't get fit for your golf clubs, boy, are you making a mistake? Huge mistake. Yeah. And Kieran and Jared and Kevin and Cam and Nick. Yeah. Uh, who am I? And Christina and Christine, excuse me. And she uh, was she was uh, hiding in boxes. They boxed up her. I, I saw that on Instagram. <laughs> it's I was laughing. Very funny. Thing. And uh, Gra- Graham, who am I forgetting? And the entire team at TaylorMade. There's uh, so many good people. Up they're there. awesome, and they have fun. They love what they do, and they should be uh, uh, proud of of their product and their and their and what they offer. Because yeah. I, I saw I, I again, if you're not getting fit for what you're getting. You're crazy, and exactly. I don't think there's a better experience than the one. Well, I'm glad I'm glad it worked out for you. Now, Bob keeps telling me that he's never he's not the player he used to be, but every time we go out, he shoots his number almost exactly <laughs> every time. It's like robotic; you just pro- program it in, and you can get it. And Bob and I undefeated as a team. That's right, undefeated, one and zero. Still, still waiting, Bob, for the uh, the rematch challenge I from, from Scully. Big, I think we're going to have a big rematch challenge. I think as well with the TaylorMade folks. That's yes, be a TSN bit, uh, versus TaylorMade coming yeah. up at some point as well. Still trying to find a date that works. Works. Try to find a date that works for your and mine schedule yeah, at the same time. They may, we may have to do this out of town for it to work. <laughs> December. December in Carlsbad. How about uh. that? That works. Unbelievable. All right. Stick around. We have 60 more minutes of GTC coming right up. We got Garrett Rank, who has qualified for the U.S. Open. We hear our interview with Bob and Garrett coming up. We're going to do the Muskoka Bay Golf Giveaway. We are going to open the phones uh, for callers with the first correct trivia answer uh, to a question that we will throw out in the next hour and uh, get, have an opportunity to win a free round of golf at Muskoka Bay. We've got Scully time as he prepares for his uh, major title defense this afternoon. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Hour 2, Golf Talk Canada, Zucchino Weeks. And just a reminder, this is our last Saturday for a while. We get to sleep in on Saturday mornings. You only have two days until the next show. I know. 
Tuesday, we're right back at it. Right. I know. And I will start sleeping in on Saturday mornings now all the way to 6.40 a.m. <laughs> right to 6.40, which That's is right. old guy's sleep-in time, yeah. which I've officially hit now. Yeah. You know, I cannot get past 6.40, which is very frustrating. Uh, Bob, uh, three Canadians now uh, in the field at Shinnecock. Which is interesting because the last time we had three Canadians in the field at the U.S. Open just happened to be Shinnecock. Actually, I want to correct you on that because I okay. made that mistake. We, it's we, actually the last time it was at Shinnecock, we had three in the field. Right. But we've had five in the field before. When was that? Uh, at, uh, I think, Pebble Beach or at Torrey Pines. We had four or five, I think, in there. So we've had so a few. Our, so we were wrong this week is what you're telling <laughs> we were, me. We were, we were both, wrong. Yeah. And I take full uh, credit for that mistake. So, um, but, we, but the last time it was at... The last time it was at Shinnecock, we had, we three. had three. We had, uh, so we've had three, and we had two that finished in the top ten. Mike Weir and Stephen Ames both finished. And in the top who was 10. our third? Was it Lego our third? Oh uh, four, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll check to think that of who that would be. Our third could be or could in 04. qualifier. But that's the beauty about the U.S. Open is you get these people. Right, could who be just you make or it I through the qualifying. Wes Heffernan right. from Calgary has played right. golf pro and he's played in a couple of U.S. Opens, right. making it through. And right. it's interesting. You Nick never Taylor know. Qualified as an amateur, and now one of those. Is Mr. Garrett Rank, who you spoke to earlier this week, and uh, NHL referee played? Uh, what was it? Was it last year or the year before that he uh, went deep at the at the RBC at Glen Abbey? Yeah, he's played a couple of years, a couple of times at the Canadian Open, yeah. and he did he did make the cut. I remember then because he, yeah. he had to leave the next morning to uh, go right through. By the way, the third Canadian was David Moreland the fourth. Is there that what it, David yeah. Moreland so the go. fourth? There you go. Okay. Uh, well, Bob spoke earlier this week to Garrett Rank about uh, qualifying for the U.S. Open and all things golf. Let's hear from Garrett Rank. Joined now by Garrett Rank and uh, Garrett. First of all, congratulations! What a uh, what a performance! Uh, and they do call it the longest day in golf. I know in terms of time it takes, but I'm sure it's a long day for you guys as players as well to try and get through that qualifying. Tell me about it. Yeah, uh, I got off to a really good start and then uh, kind of struggled uh, for a couple holes and, and hold out a nine iron, uh, which kind of got me reignited uh, going into the afternoon round. And um, down in Atlanta, the weather was really hot and. Uh, we kind of knew where we stood, so it was. Uh, it went from an enjoyable walk to really uh, intense, high-pressure-filled situation, but uh, we managed to uh, sneak through, and, and I'm really excited. You played in a number of big events before USGA Championships and Canadian Open, obviously. But what does it mean for you to get into the U.S. Open? A major championship, uh, one of the biggest tournaments in the world. Uh, huge honor really proud of, of what I've accomplished in 2012. Uh, I was really bummed out by not being able to play in the Masters, essentially missed it by one shot. And, and that was kind of something that I've always looked back on and, and have kind of been disappointed about. So um, to be able to play in a major championship and go to the U.S. Open and compete uh, will be really cool and probably the coolest uh, memory that I'll have in my life. I had a pretty cool uh, experience here in the newsroom at, at TSN uh, where we, we were getting the results in. And someone said, how does he keep his game sharp if he's refereeing all winter? Is it like a normal Canadian who never gets the chance to, to practice in the winter? Or, or how do you keep your game sharp to get to this point where you can qualify for a major? I think it actually helps that I get to take some time off. Um, I mean, I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't take my clubs with me on the road. I probably played uh, 10 games um, during the season in, in various warm locations. Um, but it's it's good to transition from sports. Uh, I mean, growing up as a kid, I played hockey in the winter and then golf in the summer. So it's it's really no different now. And uh, you kind of come back and get into the swing of things with a fresh fresh outlook and, and and a new mindset going into the new season. 
you're a bit of a rare beast in that you're a, a, an older amateur golfer. It seems these days anyone who has made the amateur ranks and is playing pretty well turn, eventually turns pro. But I know you told me once that there's you sort of have a, a group of you older amateurs that, that play in all the big tournaments and, and try to beat the young kids. That must be kind of a, a satisfying thing to do when it does happen. Yeah, for sure. I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing in the Dogwood Invitational this week in Atlanta, just about an hour south of where I qualified yesterday. And there's a ton of college bags here, and and everyone's got a uh, size 30 waist of the white belt on. So um, <laughs> it's it, it's kind of kind of nice to to kind of not. I wouldn't say really get some respect, but like kind of surprise the kids when they see that you're paired with them, and then you they're like, "Oh, this guy, this guy can actually play." And um, I don't think they really know what you've what you've kind of accomplished or the the tournaments that you've played in. Um, but uh, yeah, I love I love amateur golf, and and hey, when when you get the opportunities to play in the U.S. Amateur and the U.S. Open and uh, those kind of events, I mean, I'd be crazy to to stop playing. <laughs> um, what do you what do you know about uh, the setup that's going to be at Shinnecock? I'm sure you know what happened in tw- 2004 there, but what are your expectations and, and what are you expecting to see when you get to the golf course? Um, I've seen some photos. I've never played Shinnecock, um, but uh, I've I've talked to a few of my buddies who have, and they said it's uh, D1 or, or driver on every hole, and and that's a strength of mine. I love hitting my driver and back on a lot of holes when they probably should be hitting through it. I just tee the driver lower and then kind of tap it out there. So I'm ex- I'm excited. At, um, I I have a better chance of doing well when when even par is a good score as opposed to 10 under. So. Um, you know, just go out there, stay patient, and 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 really, for me, this is like a bonus. I'm I'm just going to go out there, and and enjoy the experience of of participating in a major championship. Well, all the best to you. We'll be looking forward to to you, and uh, and hopefully, good things will be happening. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Well, congratulations to Garrett, and good luck to Garrett and and Mac and Adam, uh, who will be representing Canada at Shinnecock Hills next week for this year's U.S. Open. Well, we know what happened there the last time in terms of setup. I don't expect we're going to see anything like that, Bob. But I'm hoping, as are many, I'm not alone uh, in this... uh, in this desire to see the U.S. Open find its identity and get back to what uh, we expect from U.S. Open, where even par or par is a standard, and anything better than par is exceptional. Uh, and if you hang around par for four days, you will have an opportunity to win this championship. It's uh, there's an interesting story, you know. Um, at Aaron Hills, they saw those big wide fairways and lack of wind, mm-hmm. and they just ate the golf course up. And at that same time, that same week. There's a guy who's a member at Shinnecock who is also a winner of the U.S. Open named Raymond Floyd. He called up Mike Davis and he said, listen, the fairways here at Shinnecock are too wide. You have to narrow these up or they're going to eat this golf course up. So they actually that week went in and stripped in a whole new line on, I think, 10 holes of fescue grass. Uh, they have a fescue grass there already. Yes, yes. So the fairways were going to be about 50 yards wide. They're now, I think, around just around 40. Uh, at the in some places at in 2004, they were only 26, 27 mm. yards wide. So uh, it's also about 450 yards longer than it was in 2004. So uh, I think with the with the forecast, which is no rain, it should play hard and fast. Right. I think we're going to get one of those U.S. Opens like you talk about. I hope so, Bob. And and I will reiterate again, the 450 extra yards means absolutely 
absolutely nothing. Well, it depends people. on where it is. Like, it depends on where those 450 yards are. If they are in, in playing into a dog leg, it could mean something. You know where I think it means something? If there's a 500-yard par 4, yeah. and you add 450 to one hole and call it a par 4, <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's it means. A... These guys hit it so far. Yeah. So it, And but now I... it's going to be firm and fast. 450 is like adding 150 when but it's that if, fast. If, you know, if there's a turn there, which there I, are a lot of turns. I hear what you're saying. Of, where you, you know, you're playing to the corner and right. whatnot. But I have not seen enough yardage to mean anything Yardage won't mean years. as much. Accuracy, I yes. think, starts to mean a little bit more yes. now, though. I've That's been screaming about this for like over a year that just, just put a premium on what side of the fairway you need right. to be in, right. angles, stuff we see a handful of times a year at great classic golf courses that somehow at 6,900 managed to keep it at 8-under for the win. Yeah. And yet we can't figure this out at this scale, that 8,000 at Aaron Hills, and you give them like a Walmart to hit into. Yeah, right. You know? So here we go again. Anyway, I hope you're right. And I hope we get the U.S. Open that we all deserve. So, and I again, hit us up on Twitter on that one, actually. Love to hear from you, at Golf Talk Canada. Tweet us, at Golf Talk Canada. And maybe we'll do a Twitter poll later okay. uh, this week we'll and to... see uh, of what you like a winning score and what you like the identity of the U.S. Open. Or are you happy with what you've seen the last few years? Now, Oakmont aside, Oakmont aside, uh, Chambers Bay, Chambers and, Bay, or Hills, Hills, things, and I'm not taking, you know, and even even Pinehurst, you know, when they set it up that way, very much Pinehurst, yeah. very much Pinehurst. So, which I am a big fan of. But let's uh, let's hear from you. On the other side, we will get you caught up on all the leaderboards in the world of golf. There is a ton, and we'll also give you this week's trivia contest. We're giving away a free round of golf at the Muskoka Bay Golf Club. A free round of golf for the first correct answer. Coming up next, this is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbraygolf.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. We're going to do the Muskoka Bay free golf giveaway. The trivia question coming up momentarily. And the first correct answer at 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050 is the handle if you'd like to win a free round of golf at Muskoka Bay. But before we do, let's get to some leaderboard updates here in the world of golf. FedEx St. Jude Classic. And to think that this will be a WGC event next year. Part of the World Golf Championship Series. Replacing the Bridgestone Invitational and the long history at Firestone. Uh, glad that we keep a WGC event. Glad that FedEx supports the PGA Tour. But I'm upset to see Firestone go. And I've never been a big fan of this golf course. This uh, uh, is just not my favorite track on the PGA Tour. Dustin Johnson with the lead right now. That's a one-shot lead over Ryan Blom and Andrew Putnam at nine under par. 
Host of players, uh, only one or two back. Uh, Phil Mickelson came into the gates hot on this one with a 66, but uh, stalled in round two with an even par 70. But DJ heating up really at the right time for the Canadian Open. Nick Taylor at one yeah, under for the par. Canadian, Canadian Excuse, Open? Canadian, U.S. Open. Open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's and over, the Canadian Open. He's actually over looking past the U.S. <laughs> yeah. Open to Canadian Open. Uh, Nick Taylor at one under par. Corey Connors also at one under par. Ben Silverman also at one under par. So three. Three Canadians making the cut. Unfortunately, Mackenzie Hughes, after opening up with 66, follows it up with 75 and misses the cut. And David Hearn also missing the cut. Uh, the Rust-Oleum Championship on the Web.com Tour. Maverick McNeely, one of the best names ah, in yes. sports. He is leading by one. He's got a score of 12 under through the first two rounds, 68-64. Kyle Jones is at 11 under. And then if we go down a little bit, uh, just not very far, tied for 14th. There he is, Mike Weir, 71-67. Good for Weirsy for uh, putting some uh, some good numbers on the board. Ryan Yip from Calgary also making the cut there. Um, unfortunately not making the cut. Matt Hill, Albin Choi, and uh, Roger Sloan, Sean Harlington, Stuart McDonald and a qualifier from Toronto, a young guy by the name of Samir Kalia, who uh, Monday qualified for this event. Nice. Uh, PGA Tour Canada, McKenzie Tour, they're uh, well on their way now and in the second week. Bayview Place, DC Bank Open, presented by Times Colonist. Zach Wright has the lead. That's good for two shots over Canadian Aaron Cockrell and Sam Fiden at 10 under par. Two rounds ago in that one. The LPGA Tour is uh, playing the ShopRite Classic in Galloway, New Jersey. Marina Alex and Celine Herbin are uh, at six under par. There are a couple of players at five under, including Laura Diaz, who's a, a veteran out there. And a whack of gals at uh, four under par, including Anna Nordqvist and Paula Creamer. Uh, top Canadian is Brittany Marchand, who is two under par. And uh, that's good for her. She's already on the golf course. She's played six rounds. This is only a three-round event. Brooke Henderson is also at two under. She's, uh, she was first round. It was even par. And she is two under through the first four holes out there today. Also playing uh, Modemi LeBlanc and AC Tongay. Uh, Principal Charity Classic on PGA Tour Champions. Bob, guess who's back? Um, on the championship. Yes, Bernard Lager. Now, he took some time off. Was it to be at a graduation? His son's graduation, yeah. He yeah. missed one of the majors, actually, but he said that was more important, and right. I agree with him. So he skips a major and comes back and opens with a 64. Hello, how do you do, Mr. Langer? Eight under par. That's good for a one-shot lead over Glenn Day and Woody Austin. That's in the opening round on PGA Tour Champions. And we shoot all the way down the leaderboard here to find Mr. Stephen Ames, who opened with a 70 at Two under par, six off the pace, lots of golf to go there. European Tour, the most interesting tournament of the week. Mm -hmm. It is the Shot Clock Masters in uh, Vienna, Austria. They are... um they are getting some uh, some scoring going on here. They have 25 referees out there. I, I was trying to figure out what was going on in this tournament. I was so happy that you took this leaderboard because I <laughs> I don't even know how to explain what's happening on the European tour. Well, Miko Korhonen is the leader right now. He's at 12 under par, followed by Yepi Papa Huldal. Well, you know, Yepi, you know, it's funny you bring up Yepi, who is a sheep farmer from the region. So this is a bit of a home game for him. Okay. Uh, has a putting yips. Uh, <laughs> Yepi with the yips. It's a Yippy Yepi, I believe is his nickname. So they're given 50 seconds to play their first approach shot. They are, uh, no, no, sorry. They are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go keep going. That's right. 40 seconds for a tee shot on a par four or par, par five. Right. You get one bad time, you'll occur a one shot penalty for the hole. So, 
basically, so far, they have played their rounds uh, 19 minutes quicker than the average round out there. Because of the shot clock. Because of the shot clock. There's only been, so far, two penalties. They've both occurred today in round three. Uh, the There was a Prater, Mr. Prater. <laughs> they only give me giving you his last name. Yes. Six hole, he took four seconds over the allotted time. And on the 15th hole, Forrest took three seconds over the allotted time. So there are some, some penalties going on. But the good news here mm. is that in eighth place, tied for eighth place right now at six under par, is Austin Connolly. Nice. So, Summer of Austin starting to begin. That's right. That's right. He's starting to get into uh, get into form. He um, he uh, misqualified for the U.S. Open last week. By the way, he tried, but didn't get quite didn't get through there. Well, but, I only have one thing to say, Bob. Yippin yeppity. <laughs> yeah, but this is great. So I love this shot clock. If you have a chance to watch it, um, yeah, check it out. Yeah, they've got these these big golf clocks on the back the of golf carts. Yeah. And they drive around and they give the clock, and it's just like the NBA. Yeah. And these guys are playing quick. I mean, it, it really shows you that they can do it if they want. They really try. On the Canadian Junior Golf Association, they're very busy. So I just want to wish all the boys and girls luck coast to coast. There is tons going on. If we start out west in Alberta, it is Team Dillette, uh Team West Qualifier. And, of course, the Team East for the Dillette Cup is going on at National Pines this week. So getting ready for the Dillette Cup where East meets West. Uh, the Linkster Series is at uh, Surrey, British Columbia. They're also at... Uh, here in Ontario as well at the Pine View Municipal Golf Course in Glen. Where's that? Gloucester? Where's that? Where's that? Gloucester. That's in Gloucester? Ottawa. Is that Ottawa. near Ottawa? Um, and they're also in Markham, Ontario, just around the corner from our studio here as well in Toronto. So busy, busy week on the Canadian Junior Golf Association and uh, so many great nice to see. young players coming out of there. And I have was really, really happy to be a part of their a fundraiser for the CJGA at uh, Lobovic's golf course okay. in Aurora. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, the Golf Ontario Junior Golf Drive at Granite, where we yeah. shot TV shows. So we raised a bunch of money for junior golf in this province in back-to-back days. So well done to everybody. All right, Bob, let's give away some free golf. What do you okay. say? Sounds good. All right, 416-870-1050. Adam Scully's got his fist on the receiver. Ready to go, go. working on his Zucchino putting grip. (laughs) Has that fist right on the receiver. (laughs) There he's got it. He's showing us behind the glass. 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. The first correct caller who can tell Bob and I. You want to know the question? Here's the question is. The question is, and this is, uh, what's my name again? This goes back to the 2004 U.S. Open. We want to know how many people attended and what were their names. How many? (laughs) (laughs) We want to know who won. The U.S. Open, the last time it was at Shinnecock Hills. Who won the U.S. Open the last time it was at Shinnecock Hills? Stan Albatross. That's my name. Stan <laughs> Albatross wants to know the first correct caller. 870-1050, 870-1050. Give us the winner of the last U.S. Open at Shinnecock Hills. <laughs> On the other side, we'll have Scully time. We'll let you know who that winner is. We'll give away that free round of golf. And maybe Bob and I will get into that championship a little bit because both of us agree might be the greatest putting display we have ever seen in a professional golf tournament. That all coming up next as Scully gets ready for his major title defense with Mama Scully at the Parent Child at Bayview. This is Golf Talk Canada. 
This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbraygolf.com today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC. And congratulations, Tony McLaughlin, who is one of our regular listeners and, and viewers as well on Golf Talk Canada. Tony been with our show from the very beginning, practically. So, uh, Tony calling in right away with the correct answer, which is Retief Goosen, gentlemen. The goose. The yes. goose. The iron goose. Uh, where Shinnecock was lost uh, across the line. Uh, and uh, really, Shinnecock Hills, in my opinion, uh, gave birth to what we've seen in the, in the last you know 14 years, which was graduated rough. And a fairer test, a kindler, gentler U.S. Open, so to speak. I think the USGA got beat up so bad for what happened at Shinnecock, the massacre that was Shinnecock Hills, that we've seen some changes in recent years, some good, some bad. But regardless, Bob, that was the greatest putting performance I have ever seen in my life in any professional golf tournament, Retief Goosen on greens that were dead. So we were... um... We were there, obviously, for that one, and Jamie Rydell and I and cameraman Mark Millette. And where we had to exit to get to the TV compound, the international TV compound, was right by the seventh hole. So on Saturday night, we were driving from the media center to the TV compound, which was about a 15-minute cart ride from one end of the course to the other, essentially. And as we were going out there, it was just it had just gotten dark. It was probably 9.30, and there was the roller on the seventh green, mm. despite the fact that the USJ said... We didn't roll the greens. We didn't roll the greens. There right. was, and if it had been the day of iPhones, we would have had we that up had on Instagram it. and yep. posted it. Um, but I'll never forget when we came in the next day. We were there, happened to be there when the first group started coming in, and Billy Mayfair hit. I think he was the second or third group, and he hit his shot onto the green. It went up by the hole and then rolled maybe about 20, oh. 20 25 feet away. Almost came stone dead to two feet. Yeah, and then his birdie putt from about twenty feet almost comes up, almost stops by the hole. Ends up rolling into the bunker. It was <laughs> Phil Mickelson knew what was going on. He played ahead. Of, he was heard what was going on. He purposely hit his tee shot into the bunker, so he hole. could hit some spin yeah. out. And it was it was the only it, way to play it. And for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, maybe too young in our listing audience, get, get on uh, uh, the internet and, and Google or and search out 2004 U.S. Open highlights and. Your jaw will drop to the floor. And 11 putts for Retief Goosen on a Sunday on Dead Greens. 11 one putts, excuse me. 11 one putts for a round of one over. Think about that. 11 Scoring, one putts for yeah. a round of one over par. Scoring average was 78.7 that day. <laughs> Unreal. All, All right. Joining us now in studio, master producer Adam Scully, who is preparing for his defense of the major this afternoon yeah. at the Bayview Golf and Country yeah. Club with Mama Scully uh, last year waxing the field in the parent-child. 
as Mama Scully carried you Did over the finish line. Oh, yeah. Just rock star performance. She physically carried me the whole... <laughs> I know you have I know you have a question that you'd like to pose to our listening audience as well as to Bob and I, but before we get to that question, how do we feel about this afternoon? What kind of preparation? Have you sat down with your mom and talked strategy? Uh, where are, where's Team Scully at? Well, you know, as of right now, uh, you know, we've got the matching shirt. That's important. Uh, that's key. First good decision on the on golf the, course. It always starts in the closet. Exactly. Which I actually said in last week's show when you were yes. here. Yes. Thank you. I, I, I Thank I you for I, keeping I, I it alive. I have to make sure to say it. Thank you. Going. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I, she doesn't know this yet. She might be listening. Uh, I'm going to be presenting her with some golf balls today. Well, oh, some beautiful. Some TP5X uh, golf balls. Yes. Of course. Yes. Of course. So that ruins that surprise. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, the visualization started about six hours ago. Uh, you know, some <laughs> yoga. Uh, um, now, was know. there a team breakfast or lunch? Uh, well, I fi- I personally will be having a feast in about ninety minutes to prepare myself. Right. Uh, and are you shooting an episode of your uh, workout show for our YouTube channel before you know, golf? Yeah. So shout out to Mark Russell, my sister's fiance, who asked about uh, my workout channel. Uh, yeah. That will not be released just yet. But we're uh, still tweaking it on golf. We're still in the editing YouTube phase. Channel. Yeah. Editing phase of that. But no, we don't want to break the internet. It, it, it should be a good day. We're playing with Brian Black and his daughter. Love Blacky. So uh, we played with him a couple weeks ago yeah. at Bayview. The course is in uh, great shape. Yeah. I haven't touched a club since last Saturday, so I'm... You'll play great, then. I'm, I'm, you don't want to be yeah. overtrained. Yeah. don't want to be overtrained. I'm over-golfed right now. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I need to take a break. But I will say Mama Skull last year, 55 yards, hold out for Eagle on number wow. four at Bayview. Wow. We were a gross 73 in a an alternate shot. So not a true alternate shot. Right. But so you both tee off, you pick the best one, yes. the alternate shot from I there. Love so because she hits it like 220 in the air from the yellow tees because she's jacked, uh, I have a lot of wedges in. And, 220? She oh, flies yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe not 220. But, but she hits it like a, a rope. Bit, bit of a cut, but yeah. it rolls up. A power fade, we're oh, calling yeah. it now. Oh, yeah. Bruce Litsky. Yeah. <laughs> the Mama Scully power fade. Yeah, she uh, she was actually doing some planks last night. How about so. your mom? Do you want to do a, a show for the YouTube channel, maybe? She should. She come on right after yeah. Adam Scully's yeah. gym hour? Yeah. Just before I, I, my cooking show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we can go Bruce cooking show and then my cooking show, which would be nice. I don't know if you know yeah. this, but Bob's cooking show is on the run. Yeah. It's cooking on the run, and he's literally running, <laughs> he's literally running. while he's and cooking. Frying eggs. It's yes. unbelievable. <laughs> You've got to see That'd it. be the same thing with me, except I'd be ordering Uber Eats as I'd be Uber running. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. In all serious, you have yes. a question, a sports-related question. I do. Question. I do. All right. So we saw, uh, we saw a pretty big milestone earlier this week uh, in the NHL with mm-hmm. Alex Ovechkin winning the Stanley Cup. Yes. Long time coming. Yes. Over 1,000 games, over 600 goals in the league. And we saw just the reaction, just how happy people were that he won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Who would be the golf's equivalent of that? Well, it was it was Sergio to, to win a yeah it was I'd say Sergio, Sergio right yeah, to win a major to win a big event to see how many people were that happy for him mm. because you know for so many he wasn't a villain but he was someone who just couldn't get over the I hump. mean would the would the equivalent be Phil Mickelson winning the U.S. Open yeah if you're that's just a gonna, very good point yeah, yeah for one event I think that's yeah. the equivalent you know yeah. he's a five time major champion or, or, everything or, or, in or the even world. Tiger if if Tiger comes back to ah win. but there is a question yes because. Yes, there are people that don't like Phil, Mm -hmm. but it is a small group. And the reason they don't like Phil is twofold. They don't believe that that he's actually happy and nice. They think it's an act. Yeah. yeah. And the second thing is they're just Team Tiger, and they just can't get over the fact that you can be pro-Phil and pro-Tiger at the same time. Okay, But it's not a huge group. Post-2009, Regardless of the fact that everybody's interested in Tiger, he's still the biggest name in the game. He still causes the most news and stirs the drink. 
there's a huge group that dislikes them. It's it's yeah, it's not quite the same as Ovi, I don't think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think of another player who might who's just so beloved. That's the thing. It's the beloved. Tiger is no longer beloved. He's beloved people, by some. I think but... people are in awe of Tiger more yes. than they're beloved. Oh, for sure. Beloved, yes. Right. Yeah. You know, like for me, it was a slam dunk with Sergio. That's the no-brainer. And it's funny because yeah, he that's was... That's the closest one. And, 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 you know, it's funny, too, because there was a time in Ovi's career where he would have been considered a bit of a villain. You know, it's that 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 Russian hockey versus ca- Canadian hockey mm-hmm. and American mm-hmm. hockey angle. Mm-hmm. And the Russians are always playing the bad yeah. guys. And they're not real bad guys, but in hockey world, they're bad guys because yeah, of yeah. 72 mm-hmm. and everything that's mm-hmm. transpired since yeah. 72. Yeah. Um, what, about, what about as a winner... A loved, beloved guy would be Ricky Fowler. Yeah, that's another yeah. one. You know, one shot off of the Masters at so many. Close yeah, I calls think majors. you know what? That, from a, I think the I think I think Bob hit the nail on the head with Phil at the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. That's this week. I think that's the biggest story. I think Phil for me, Phil winning the U.S. Open is a bigger story of Tiger than Tiger wins. Yeah. Yeah, probably could be could be interesting. Problem is when yeah. ti- problem is yeah. Tiger orders that's a donut. A coin flip, maybe. Uh, Tiger orders a donut and it's the lead on Golf Central. You know, Tiger sure. changed donuts. You know, like, but Phil, for the go- for the real golf fan, for the real golf mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. not the extra thirty percent mm-hmm. that gets geared up because Tiger's around. For the real hardcore, the person that listens to us every Saturday morning, the person that finds our TV show on the dial, for that individual. The biggest story is a six-time bridesmaid winning it finally at the age of 48. He'll turn 48 this week. That is the biggest story. And I believe four, three or four of his runner-ups would come in the state of New York as well. Yeah, for the he US was a runner-up in yeah. 2004. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure I was that. there for two of them. Uh, 06 at Bethpage, uh, which is the one he gave away. Right. Not Bethpage, uh, uh, Wingfoot. Wingfoot. That's the one he gave away. Yep. But, well, you know, out of six, he probably gave away... One or two of them, and mm. the other times he just got beat. But certainly the one at Wingfoot is the worst, right? Well, and the one at well, this was in New York, in New York. But Marion, he had a couple of wedges that went yep. long. He holed out for one a wedge away. on the tenth hole, but then yeah. he sort of gave it away. Yeah, gave that one away. Mm. But I think you know, standing on the seventy-second hole, needing par to win, bogey for playoff, yeah. and you double. I am such an idiot. Yeah, I am yeah. such an idiot. We were standing behind the green, waiting for him to come in. And all of a sudden, Amy and their and their kids came walking up. They were all ready to run onto the green to celebrate, and they were standing almost right beside us and looking down the fairway. And all of a sudden, this tee shot goes into the to the tent. Okay, kids, let's go back to the let's go back to family dining. <laughs> so so sad. And, and the thing that you, you you forget to, with all due respect to the official World Golf Rankings, and this is when Tiger was Tiger, and he just accumulated so many points he could have retired for five years and come back as number one. You know, he basically did. Yeah, basically did. Yeah, <laughs> but if but you really injuries. take a look, if the FedEx Cup had have been around at that time, which uh, you know I think is probably. With all due respect to European Tour golf, uh, is is more than more than likely a better indicator of who the best player is right now than the official World Golf Rankings mm-hmm. are. Phil Mickelson was standing on the 72nd hole at Wingfoot, needing par for his third major championship victory in a row. He won the 90, sorry, he won the 2005 PGA Championship at Baltusrol mm-hmm. with a birdie on the last. Right. He won the 2006 Masters with two drivers in the bag, a fade driver and a draw driver, and was one par away from three majors in a row. And the only person we have ever spoke of like this 
really mm-hmm. is Tiger in our in in the last 20, 30 years. Where I, we're I, actually talking about a guy who had an opportunity to have three legs of, of a grand slam in a row. I guess the only comparable would be Spieth in 2015. Yes, Spieth, I guess, That'd more recently. Only, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a crazy yeah. run for yeah, Phil. Yeah, you're right. Spieth mm-hmm. at the Open Championship. Yeah, when, when he left, it in the left burn, one yeah. putt. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. So you know, this is ra- that's rarefied yeah. air. And would yes. anybody have argued at any point during that run of Jordan Spieth that he wasn't the best player in the world? Absolutely not. No, and no. T- same thing with Phil Mickelson yeah. was the best player in the world. With all due respect, everybody was back in the. So I'm with Bob. I'll go with Phil Mickelson being that the thing. Do you have an answer? Yeah, I, I think Phil at the U.S. Open would be the best one. I mean, Rick Fowler, I mean, everything he's gone through. He's, he's an engaged man now, so, you know. He can, yeah, uh, go out and, that's uh, it. Uh, he's got to play, pay off that rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that thing's huge. Let's take our final break and tee up our U.S. Open preview specials coming on radio and TV and talk a little U.S. Open yeah. uh, as to who we may, may like. I know we're going to get into it a lot this week. I know we all kind of made predictions at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if those predictions stand up and, and, and who we might like. So we'll get into it next. A little closing U.S. Open talk as we throw to our ever Tuesday primetime Golf Talk Canada radio show coming up this Tuesday. This is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. If you have not heard this morning, we are moving to Tuesday night, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern live. 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern live starting this Tuesday evening on TSN 1150 in Hamilton and 1050 in Toronto. Immediately following Overdrive in Toronto and Mr. Jim Taddy and the Drive Home Show in Hamilton that starts this Tuesday, 7 to 9 And for the other markets, Windsor, Edmonton, Vancouver, Victoria, uh, who am I forgetting? Winnipeg, everywhere we are. Montreal, check your listings. I think most of uh, the markets are going to take us on Tuesday evenings as well, but uh, check us out. Find us. We are not going away. And, of course, you can listen online, all times, iHeartRadio, et cetera. Uh, and 20 Weeks TaylorMade continuing, guys. We mm-hmm. still have a ton to give away, over $10,000 of prizing, including the grand prize, Stewart X9 Electric Trolley, full set of TaylorMade golf clubs, through the bag, custom experience, grand prize worth eight grand. You must subscribe to our Golf Talk Canada YouTube channel. It's free. Subscribe for your chance to win. I just want to throw out where I'm going to be after this show. Uh-oh. Where are you going, Bob? The Grilled Cheese Challenge is on. Oh, the Lakeshore. oh there you go. Oh, yeah. Lakeshore, Lakeshore BIA. Uh, so Lakeshore and Islington Avenue, if you want to go down and eat grilled cheese from about a thousand different restaurants. That sounds amazing. Love a good grilled cheese. It Who doesn't? Pickle Who doesn't? on the side. Oh, Who doesn't, yeah. right? Who doesn't? Yeah. Yes. Go to the Grilled Cheese Challenge today. Um, U.S. Open coming up. We're going to a one-hour U.S. Open television special yes. this week as we kick off U.S. Open week on TSN. We have a two-hour U.S. Open preview radio show for Golf Talk Canada Tuesday night, 7 to 9. Um, 
Now, we all picked John Rahm to win the Open Championship. Bob and I both picked Jordan Spieth to win the PGA Championship. Scully, you picked Brooks Kepka. Sure did. I can't recall who you guys <laughs> picked to win the U.S. Open for some reason. I recall picking Justin Thomas. I feel like I'm I will pick. Said. I will tell you uh, a week from Monday. Uh, wait, I'll, uh, I'll yes. take me that long to look yeah. it up. I don't, for some reason, I don't I recall remember. who you guys picked for the U.S. Open. I do recall that I picked Justin Thomas to win the U.S. Open. And I still think Justin Thomas uh, has a very good chance. I think he's due yeah. to find his groove back again. Uh, I really think Justin Rose is going to have a good tournament. He's just right. And I'm still waiting for Jason Day. Jason Day has two wins, and I know he wants that next major. And I see, guys, look out for Jason Day. Yeah, I like, I like, there's three guys. I like Day. I also like Justin Rose. And I think DJ is going to be. Yeah, you have. And he's showing form. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I I think watch out. Watch out for J Day. Why not Adam Hadwin? He's due. He likes hard golf courses. He's due. Yeah. And my dark horse, I know he just won. But I know he's not going to be on the tip of people's tongues at the U.S. Open. Bryson DeChambeau right now, guys, is glowing mm. with confidence. And he won hitting it poorly at Memorial. Not so, bad. Uh, Just some thoughts on who you like. Yeah, well, you mean Hadwin, 19 straight cuts. That's not bad. You yeah. know, he, it, he, can, he can grind. He's, and he hasn't put four rounds together. Yeah, and, and he, he's one of the best putters on tour. Uh, to go up on your point with Jason Day, um, you know, he's played seven U.S. Opens, five top tens. There you go. Yeah. You know. Best Sam player on tour as well. About, Not even uh, close. And best, maybe best putter from ten feet in in, in, in the world. Anybody liking Rory? Rory? No, I don't. I, I hope I'm wrong because I think he's, he's the second the, betting favorite here. Yeah. Well, right now, wow. and most most places have Dustin Johnson as the favorite at ten to one. Rory at eleven to one, and then Justin Thomas at fourteen to one, and then Justin Rose and Jason Day coming in at sixteen to one. That would be most most spots. So a lot of the names that we've mentioned, I, I don't like Rory, guys. I no. don't. I, I have not seen Rory really put four rounds together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he played well at Bay Hill, but I think he got hot at the right time and wrote, wrote it to victory. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiger? Eldrick? No, for the same reasons. I, I hope, Again, hope I'm wrong. If his putter can get hot, I mean, who knows, Yeah, right? hope I'm wrong, but I just don't. I don't think Tiger is going to find his confidence in the heat of battle. At Shinnecock, at the most probably the most difficult test we're going to see all year. I think he's going to find it somewhere along the way. Uh, hopefully, before we get to the Open Championship, mm-hmm. I just don't see him finding it in a test of golf that is going to be that severe. You know, I, I kind of think that parts of his game are all starting to round together, but they're not doing it at the same time. Like you know, he's got some mm-hmm. good putting, putting game weeks, and he's got some good driving weeks. A little, at least the last couple. I, I think he could be a factor here. I will say this, Bob. I do think even par is his friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will say mm-hmm. that. I will say that although it is the most extreme test of golf, and it would surprise me for him to find the four days here at the U.S. Open, I think this version of Tiger would be much happier with rounds of 70, meaning more, than, than going out there and, and playing against these kids that are programmed to shoot 62. Mm-hmm. I, that's not going to happen at Shinnecock. If you keep it around even for four days, you're going to have a chance to win in all likelihood. And I think that mental uh, landscape is better for Tiger. Well, agree? Well, yeah. And then let's see if Tiger can go out and not be three over through five holes or six holes and have right. to grind back to shoot right. one over. Right. One other guy I'm actually looking at, uh, and I picked him to be a contender at last year's Masters on this radio show, and he did not do well. Uh, Henrik Stenson. Mm. Well, you would think a U.S. Open setup for him would make a lot of sense. No, and just never happened. Machine. I'll tell you why I don't ever pick Slo- Hen- Henrik. Yeah. It's a, he likes slow greens, 
And we saw what he does with slow greens. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw that performance with him and Phil at the Open Championship a couple of years ago. I think when they get this dialed up, mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if the, the yeah. putter is the right, is he just got the right kind of touch. And that's part of the reason why I like Justin Rose. And Justin Rose is a U.S. Open champion and has played so brilliantly at the Masters without winning. But my theory on Justin Rose, whose Achilles heel is really the putter mm-hmm. over his entire career, is that when you're a passive putter and you have a passive stroke with that pencil grip, you want the greens to be on the verge of insanity. The last thing you want is a slow putt straight uphill into the grain if you're Justin Rose because confident putters hit it with a strike, with authority. They don't mind a slow putt where they have to hit it. Mm-hmm. Guys who are not as confident and aggressive with their putter, they're, they're ticklish through the impact zone. Thus, the pencil grip guys. Mm. Thus, why Justin Rose always puts well in the first two majors of the year because mm. it's 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 very passive through mm. impact. Well, maybe Justin go. Rose will switch to the fist for the Open Championship. I will guarantee uh, you a yes. couple of things that always happen at the U.S. Open. There will be somebody who completely surprises us yep. up near the top of the and list in the first yep. round, yes. second round, who will fade away. But. Uh, we got about a minute left. It's going to be hot. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be dry. Will we have a streaker at the U.S. Open? Wow. <laughs> wow. New York crowds, baby. I love I'm taking. I I'm love taking a streaker for sure. Like It's going to be like some guy who gets too drunk and remembers the 70s. <laughs> there are some... What's going to happen? <laughs> I'll tell you some great story. Maybe, uh, maybe for an hour preview <laughs> show. Right. Past, past uh, events in, the, in New York area. Bob, safe travels. Thank you. And we'll talk to you Tuesday night. Yes, safe travels. Or Tuesday yeah. day also for, for TV. Yes. Uh, Adam, good luck to you and your mom. Thank you. I'm going to need and it. I hope you guys play well and Thank have you. a great day. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the golf. Maybe a triple crown winner coming up this afternoon if you lay in some lollies. Down the stretch they come. Go. Oh. We'll see you Tuesday night. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at GolfTalkCanada.ca.